now like to invite Louise up to read our Old Testament reading from Isaiah. These people come near to me with their mouth and honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules. They have been taught. Therefore, once more I will astound these people with wonder upon wonder. The wisdom of the wise will perish. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. Woe to those who go to great depths to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their work in darkness and think, who sees us? Who will know? You turn things upside down as if the potter were thought to be like the clay. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, you did not make me? Can the potter say to the potter, you know nothing? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 to 3 and 23 to 32. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, so you must be careful to do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do for they do not practice what they preach. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practised the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat but swallow a camel. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, First clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of the bones of the dead and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead then and complete what your ancestors started. You snakes, you brood of vipers. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Would you like to open your Bibles as we work through Matthew chapter 23? Today, as we have said, we are looking at the sin of hypocrisy. Jesus was very vocal in his opposition to hypocritical behaviour. Right through this chapter 23 in Matthew's Gospel, he is preaching and teaching against it. 
He also does in a number of other places, and the other Gospels also mention it. So what is hypocrisy, and why is it so bad for Christians particularly? Hypocrisy comes from a Greek word meaning actor, someone playing a part in a play. We understand it these days as applying to a person who acts contrary to their stated beliefs and feelings. It means essentially being two-faced, not being authentic, saying one thing but doing another. That's why Jesus was getting stuck into the Pharisees and scribes, the religious teachers and leaders of the day, in the Gospel reading today, about their hypocritical behaviour. The Pharisees were known for their excessive rules and rituals governing their observance of the law. The Pharisees made life very difficult for the people with the expectation to keep the hundreds of laws that they had established without giving any thought of care or help to the people. It also seems that in their cleverness, they had worked out ways of getting around for themselves what they imposed on others. The Pharisees were so intent on observing their rituals, yet did nothing about their inward state. Although they taught all these rules and regulations, their hearts were far from God. This is what Jesus took issue with. Jesus said, obey their teaching, but don't do what they do. They do not practice what they preach. In this chapter 23, Jesus pronounces seven woes on the Pharisees and scribes. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, he says seven times. The first three pronouncements of woe condemn their showy behaviour, being extreme in their dress, ensuring they always got the places of honour and demanding to be addressed with high regard, being revered, almost making themselves godlike. They were all for promoting their own importance and they made it so hard for the people to be faithful. And when they made converts into the faith, they made them just like themselves. They misled the people by encouraging them to swear false oaths on things that were not holy. Jesus calls them hypocrites, blind guides. Today we focus on the following four woes that Jesus pronounced upon them. They all follow a similar theme. The outward appearance does not match the inner disposition. Jesus said, Woe to you, you give a tenth of your spices, but you neglect the weightier matters of the law. The Pharisees were meticulous about tithing. They were required to give one-tenth of all that can be used as food that can be cultivated and that which grows out of the earth. So they focused on herbs and spices. They did nothing about the much greater needed attention to justice, love, mercy and provision for the poor people. Jesus said, Woe to you, you clean the outside of the cup and plate, but leave the inside dirty. That's what they're like, all showy and religious on the outside, but dirty and sinful on the inside. He said, First make sure your inner self is clean, and then look at the outer, which will be clean if your inner self is clean. Woe to you, you are like whitewashed tombs, sparkling clean on the outside, but full of death and decay beneath. Palestinian graves were whitewashed annually at Passover time to prevent accidental defilement of passers-by touching them. They look clean and beautiful on the outside, but, of course, inside they are full of death and decay. Woe to you, Jesus said, you build tombs of the prophets whom your ancestors killed, and you are just like your ancestors. 
Although they erected monuments to the prophets, Jesus sees the scribes and Pharisees fitting into the pattern of previous generations who killed the prophets and righteous people of old. By refusing obedience to the prophets' words and to Jesus, they were just like their ancestors. Though they protest that they would not do such a thing, Jesus knows from their long-standing opposition to him that their protests were only skin deep. They are true children of their prophet-killing ancestors and are about to complete the work by handing over to death the greatest prophet of them all, Jesus. Jesus called them blind guides, hypocrites, even snakes and a brood of vipers. Very strong language from Jesus indeed. The Pharisees and scribes concentrated on externals. So long as the externals of religion were carried out, that was what all that mattered to them. They made a big show of their spiritual practices to make themselves look good, but on the inside, in their hearts, they were completely opposite. Inside, they were utterly lacking in charity and justice, their hearts hard and cold. But as long as they went through the right motions at the right time, they considered themselves good in the eyes of God. Jesus says, beware of those whose words do not match their actions. He says, you will know who is true and who is <coughs> sorry, who is true and who is false by the kind of fruit they bear. Just like a good tree bears good fruit and a bad tree does not. Only a tree that is sound from the root up can bring forth good fruit. The fruit is characteristic of the tree, and therefore the action is characteristic of the inner person. A purely outward ritual says nothing about true conversion and an inward change of heart. <clears throat> we don't have to look far in our own time to find people who say one thing and do another. And we know the damage that has been done within our society, our schools and our churches over the past years and still today. When people of influence who are looked up to are found to have done terrible things. It damages people's faith and turns them away from church and also the opportunity to draw close to God and our Lord Jesus. That's why hypocritical behaviour is so bad. In our Hub Bible study recently, we were looking at this sin of hypocrisy and one of the questions to us was, a friend that you invited to this Bible study has declined by saying she finds all Christians to be hypocrites. What evidence is there that this is not true of the members of your group? Well, that took us up a bit short and we had to think about what we were going to say in response to that. So what would we say to that person? We would have to acknowledge there is truth in that statement, but say not all Christians are like that. God and our Lord Jesus condemns hypocrisy too. We could say, come to get to know him and find your answers in him. So how do we know if we are being hypocritical? We need to be careful that we might present ourselves as a wholly dedicated person outwardly, but inside our spiritual lives and our personal lives might be a total mess. God knows us anyway, through and through. We must examine ourselves, what we say and what we do. Does it match? Ask others what they think. Don't be afraid to talk to someone who is displaying that type of behaviour. Pray and read God's word and keep close to God 
and learn to be guided by the Lord's Spirit within us. If a person truly listens to Jesus and takes his teachings to heart, then there will be a change in that person. A transformed heart produces a transformed life. What kind of fruit do we bear? What do our actions show about the kind of person we truly are? May our actions always show we belong to Jesus. I am always mindful when I am preaching sermons that I listen hard to what I say and try to remember and keep the messages for myself. And it's such a true thing that so many times these messages from God seem to be directed right at me. They are the words I need to hear as well as encourage others in. Since our Bible started that night and while preparing for today, I have been very conscious of what I do and think and say. Am I being authentic? What do I need to change? It is so important to be authentic and to have integrity when we speak to people, particularly when we speak, teach and share in matters of faith. If the gospel message is going to be authentic, it must be lived as well as spoken. We need to have rules and regulations and a structure for living and for our worship. That is important, wise and good. May we always, however, be mindful of what we do, how we do it and why, and ask ourselves, is it based on Jesus' law of love or something else? The Old Old Testament prophet Micah said it very simply, He has told you, mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, love kindness and walk humbly with your God. The Pharisees were filled with pride at their positions. We are to be careful not to be like the Pharisees and fall into their trap. For Jesus said, all who exalt themselves will be humbled and all who humble themselves will be exalted. It has been noted that these words are mentioned at least ten times throughout the Gospels. Being humble in God doesn't mean being a doormat or letting people walk right over us. Jesus was no doormat, but he did teach that discipleship has nothing to do with being self-serving or putting ourselves first. We are called not to be served, but to serve others. When we let go of the I, the ego, that gives us that false sense of pride in ourselves, then our greatest achievements, our greatest importance, our greatest holiness and righteousness, the greatest we can possibly be, will be found only in the one in whom we live and move and have our being, our Lord and God. In him we indeed are exalted on high. Authentic leadership, authentic teaching, authentic discipleship, must always be based on the word and leading of God through Jesus the Christ of God. May we show consistency and integrity in our lives of faith that all may know to whom we belong and through us and our faithfulness and integrity be drawn to know him too. May we ensure the love and light of Christ will shine through all we say and do. Amen. Lord, our God, our creator, redeemer and sanctifier, we ask you to cleanse us from all hypocrisy, to unite us to our fellow men and women by the bonds of peace and love, and to confirm us in holiness now and forever. Amen.